Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blog cast. Welcome to episode 174. And uh, my name is Emily Davis, which you will hear more about shortly in this <laughs> blog. Um, this is a name-based blog today. And it is called The Collective Emily Davis. You guys, sometimes I get a little cranky about how common my name is. Like that time a while back when some other Emily Davis got into some serious debt and caused debt collectors to call me at various relatives' houses because they couldn't be sure I wasn't that Emily Davis and they really wanted to find her. Or when they wouldn't give me a mailbox at my college post office because they said I'd just come in and withdrawn. Uh, nope. i just arrived for my first year of college and I was super freaked out and the thought of not getting mail seriously wigged me out. It was before email. No mail was serious back then. When I started to explore putting solo music online, I discovered an Australian Emily Davis who seemed to be doing pretty well. That was one other Emily. Then a few years ago, I started to get tagged in Facebook events for shows I was not in. There was a new actress in town with my name, and she was starting to get some traction. Then recently, I got a postcard in the mail for a show that declared, Emily Davis is mesmerizing. And I felt very weird. On one hand, how nice! I am mesmerizing! I'm glad someone finally noticed! On the other hand, it's not actually me that has been declared mesmerizing, and it's distressing to feel like this will be the only way I will ever be declared so. I started to feel bad about it and a little bit jealous of all the other Emily Davises who are doing better than I am at things I also do. I mean, that's the thing, I think. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't begrudge the success of a lawyer, Emily Davis, or a VP of marketing, Emily Davis, or a construction on-site forewoman, Emily Davis. It's only the Emilys in the arts that trouble me. And maybe not even just the arts in general. I think I'd be delighted about a sculptor, Emily, or even a lighting designer, Emily. It's just the Emilys who do stuff I do. The actor Emily and the singer-songwriter Emily are the ones I know about. I'd for sure struggle with a writer or director Emily, too. This is not a new problem. When I started acting, I was pretty sure I wouldn't be the only Emily Davis out there. So I used my middle name right out of the gate. My middle name is Rainbow, for those of you who missed the announcement last year. I thought it would help distinguish me from the herd, not just the other Emily Davises, but anyone. When I moved more into writing and directing, though, I worried that my middle name might be a hindrance in people taking me seriously, so I dropped it. As a woman in a male-dominated field, I felt I needed to project a tougher image. I needed all the help establishing authority that I could get. I submitted my plays as E. Davis with the hope that someone might think I was Edward or Edgar or something and give E. a shot that they wouldn't give Emily. There is evidence that this sort of thing makes a difference. 
That's why I did it. But my work is pretty obviously made by an Emily and not an Edgar, I think, so that strategy never worked. Anyway, I am still Emily Davis, regardless of whether the rainbow is included, and there are a lot of other Emily Davises. Because I found myself getting jealous and resentful of another Emily's success, I decided I needed to reframe my responses to the others. I think I need to think of us as a collective. The collective Emily Davis, instead of competing ones. Instead of seeing another Emily's success as a challenge to mine, I can see it as a lift for the collective. When one of us does well, we all benefit. And this is not just a mind trick, I've realized. Practically, if Australian Emily has a hit song, it will drive traffic to my music as well, even if it's only accidental. I mean, she gets 5,000 listeners per month on Spotify, and I get 36. I'll take her spillover. As the other New York actor Emily gets great reviews for her production at the Vineyard, there will be those who, in searching for her, will end up on my website, who check out my theater company, and vice versa. Maybe someone looking for me will find one of them and fall in artistic love. Previously, I've really only experienced the painful moments. Like when someone expected to see a different Emily and is disappointed to meet me instead. But I think, as a collective, we can turn this around. I am uniquely myself, the one and only Emily Rainbow Davis. But I am one with the collective Emily Davis, and I am proud of all of us. So I posted this blog about a month ago, more or less, and... uh, I had this incident happen this past weekend that just, you know, ties right in very, very neatly and nicely. Um, I went to a, uh, to see a reading, um, of a play and, uh, you know, I announced my name to the person at the box office. Um, and then after the performance, the reading, this woman like from across the room comes up and she's like, are you a playwright? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, and she said, yeah, I recognized your name. And I was like, oh, great. She said, Emily Davis, right? I said, yeah. And she, she goes, and you have something on right now, right? And I was, I, I don't. uh, So I was like, no. And then I realized what had happened is that she had, she read, you know, some review of the show that the actor Emily Davis is in. So she, you know, kind of conflated her and decided I was a playwright, which she was right about. But in fact, she was, I'm almost 100% sure, thinking of the actor Emily Davis, because I have not been in the papers for any plays recently. Um, Yeah. And um, yeah, she was disappointed. It's like, and she didn't even know the other Emily Davis, so it's not even like she was expecting to see her friend and she didn't get to see her friend. It's just like, oh, I thought you were the Emily Davis in the paper and you are the Emily Davis who's not in the paper. Bummer. Um, Yeah, it's fun. It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, Anyway, 
I'm I'm I tr- I'm trying, as you can tell, trying to to take it in a positive manner, but it is weirdly awkward. Um, I think you know it'll be better. I don't know when it'll be better. <laughs> I I just think like. Yeah, I don't know. If you if you think I'm going to be someone else and I'm not who you expected, like maybe just try and pretend you're still happy to meet me. Maybe. Let's do that. La. Okay. Speaking of the singer-songwriter Emily Davis, the Australian one. Uh first of all, I'm glad she's doing well. Uh, good job, Emily Davis, Aust- Australian Emily Davis. Um but I figured I should put one of my songs on here since I am also a singer-songwriter, Emily Davis. Um, so the song today is a song that I wrote many years ago. Many, many years ago. Not quite 20 years, but getting close. Um, and uh, I recorded it with my electric guitar, which I certainly did not write it on, Um I realize now that I was just like playing some super mega power chords on my acoustic without realizing that they were power chords. Um, so I, re- I've, I felt the song might sound better actually on an electric, even though I wrote it on the acoustic. It's also easier to play on the electric. <laughs> um, so that, that was a, that's a new transition for this song. Um, the other thing about it is that... Uh, at the time I wrote it, what, you know, in the midst of a relationship with a boyfriend that at the time I thought this was like a kind of romantic song, sort of like a, I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but listening to it now, I'm like, Ugh, I'm glad I'm not in that relationship anymore. Eesh. <laughs> it's very funny how your perspective changes with age and experience. So, um, yeah, it makes me appreciate my current relationship, I have to say, <laughs> which is nice. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it is called Lover Like a Mirror, and uh, I will play it for you momentarily. Um, meanwhile, if you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. We have a very small and mighty listenership, um, but it would be cool to have just, you know, one more person listen. If you know somebody who might like it, pass it on. Um, you can support the podcast by um, sharing it and reviewing it on the various platforms. Um, you can support it financially by going to patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. Note the R in that one. <laughs> um, so, or you can uh, shoot me like a one-time donation via PayPal or Kofi. Kofi actually just goes back to PayPal with a small fee. So if you if you're like not sure which one to go for, just go with PayPal. It'll your donation will be more of itself. Um, but both are great. However you want to do it is awesome. Yeah. So. Without further ado, thank you for listening to the podcast. And uh, here is Lover Like a Mirror, singer-songwriter Emily Rainbow Davis, circa 2000, 2001, something like that. All right. Here you go. (laughs) 
Things that I don't think you can 